Holy shit. Hi. <laughs> I, can't. I can't. I can't. Hold on. Let me do this first. I'm like shaking right now. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, it's kind of debilitating. <laughs> yeah. I know I can't fucking think straight, dude. I like have to submit this time sheet and like I I haven't been able to work all week. I've had to cancel. Oh my god, it's the best. I've had to cancel so many things. Um <laughs> I'm not proud of it, but that's the reality of like how yeah. Okay. Welcome okay. to this week's episode of Work-Wife Therapy. Let's get this normal shiz out of the way real quick before we just fly off into space right now. <laughs> Obviously, I'm Elise. <laughs> and I'm Isabel. Welcome to our channel. <laughs> Welcome to our channel. Um, dude, how the hell have you been? I've been good. I think I have been... Hmm unlocking some levels I think oh my god me too I can't wait to hear about your levels (laughs) they're they're nowhere near as expansive as yours but hey a a level unlocking is huge in growth like let's be real yeah 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 anyway I don't I I just I don't even care about me right now I just want to talk about you and then (laughs) Wait, you don't, you don't want to, <laughs> I don't care. But you might. To all of our listeners, we have some huge news. This is wild. The biggest news that I have ever, I can't even form a sentence. Um, You may okay. have to prompt me with, with questions. Okay, okay, let's start with like last week. Okay. Where you told me that you were like, ah, I'm not feeling it. Well, <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's recap really quick. Everybody, Elise got set up. She went on a date and it went amazing. I went on a date exactly a month ago. No, it's been way less than a month ago. That's why this is so fucking insane. I, we connected less than a month, it, literally a month ago today because it was Lexi's birthday. It was 10, 11 slid into his DMS. I slid into his DMS. And so what she did, she's my, uh, my sister-in-law. She said, Hey, so I like have this guy. I think you would hit it off with. Um, she sent me a picture of his Instagram. I was like, great. I'll, I'll connect with him. And I did. And then I don't even think we met up until like 10 days later, to be honest. And I was like, I don't know. We'll see. And our first date was great. Honestly, it was very casual. It was easy. We, um, we met up after I do volleyball and then Euchre on Tuesday nights. And so we met up after Euchre, which was like nine 30 at night and he, Euchre. Oh my God. Euchre is an Ohio card game. <laughs> California listeners, it's a card club. It's so nerdy. Oh yeah, yeah. You, told me. you do this at like a bar or something, right? Yeah, I do it at a bar. I love <laughs> games, and it's just like a game that they have at this bar that has games. Okay, so I met up with him, and it was honestly, it was great. It was awesome conversation. I was, I was really feeling it. I was like, this guy's great. I just don't know if he's my vibe. Like he felt 
very, um, just kind of like vanilla all around. And I don't mean that just sexually. <laughs> I mean, it just like, you know me, dude. I'm like, I'm like, I do. Loud. You're a freak. You're a freak. I, yeah. <laughs> but like, I, <laughs> I'm loud and I'm like intense and I'm, you know, vibrant and all of these things. And he just was like very kind of chill and mellow, which is honestly probably what balances me out <laughs> um, in the end. But I just, I was like, sure, I'm going to go on a second date with him. That would be great. And he like, he set it up. He was such a gentleman the whole time. And it was your oh, vegetarian, right? What's that? You finally told him he, you're vegetarian, right? Oh, oh yeah. Hold on. I'll get to that because it's wild. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> it's wild. Um, so I, you know, we, we ended the date with him setting up a second date and he took charge. He took the initiative. He was like, okay, let's do, you know, whatever Sunday at three o'clock at this place. And I was like, great. He took charge. So this place is where we go to order food. And I was like, oh, by the way, I don't eat meat. And he goes, oh, that's okay. They have quite a, quite a bit of vegetarian options on the plate or, or on the menu or something. And I was like, oh, that was casual and easy to say. He wasn't like the normal douchebag that's like, oh, well, like, where do you get your protein? You know, or like, <laughs> why, why are you vegetarian? Or, oh my God, I could never do that. Like, it was nothing like that. It was just like, oh, that's, yeah, that's rad. That's cool. So fast forward into the date. Oh shit, dude, there, there's so much more that I want to tell you before that. Okay. So let's pause really quick. So that, that was the second date, the vegetarian option thing or whatever before this before the second date I oh my god even way before I'm gonna cry <laughs> way before this because I had met with Tanya Tanya our psychic lady back on my birthday in March and I was like when when will I be in a relationship when am I gonna find my person and she was like she's like you will find your person at the end of the year you're gonna meet him through a mutual friend and she was so, Isabel, your face, dude. I fucking know. I fucking know, dude. I know. Okay, so that's been on my mind just in general, which is why I was giving him more. I was like, well, it's the end of the year. Maybe this is him. Like, I don't know. Like there was this like internal thing with me. I was like, there's nothing wrong with him. I just don't know if he's the right one for me. And that was just like, I mean, that's just what it was. So mm -hmm. leading up to the second date, I get a call from my friend David and he, back when I lived in San Diego, I lived with this guy, Tom for like off and on for like five years. He sadly recently passed away from esophagus cancer. And it just was like shattering Well, him and David were like best friends, like for the longest time. Okay. So David calls me and he goes, Hey, this is really, really odd, but Tom keeps reaching out to me in my dreams and he wants me to talk to you. And Dave is, this is the day before Dia de los Muertos. This is the day of the dead. This is day of the dead. So wait, what fucking like 10 days ago? Yeah, dude, it was day of the dead. And we were talking about like setting up an altar and stuff like that. And like honoring him because one of Tom's things that he was saying was he didn't want to be like forgotten. Um, so I told, I told Dave, I was like, that is wild because I have felt even before Tom died, I have felt this like 
just energetic pull of falling into this like depression that he was in because he lived by himself. He was in his thirties. Um, you know, granted we just had COVID and stuff, but I would see myself starting to go down that path where there would be days when I would just like be at home and not do anything, or I would just be super stoned the whole day and like just wanting to zone out. And that's what Tom was doing. And that's like, honestly, God what ultimately fucking killed him. So anyways, Dave's telling me this and I'm like, oh my God, Tom is reaching out and he goes, yeah, yeah. He's, there's nothing specific. He just wants, he just wanted me to tell you that he is like, he's, he's like taking care of things that like, he's good. And he wanted to reach out and like, say hi to me and that I'm going to be okay. Um, and that meant more to me than you'll ever know. Um, and that conversation was so deep that I have with David, which we always have very deep conversations. And I, I was really happy to reconnect with him, but one of the things that, um, he said, cause I was like, honestly, Dave, you couldn't have called me at a better time. I'm like nervous. I'm heading out on this second date. I'm not sure what to do. And he's like, Elise, just be yourself. Just be unapologetically yourself. And he goes, you are like, you are never going to be happy if you put on a front or you try to pretend to be somebody else, especially in the beginning, like you have to just maintain that, that like boundary or like that level. And as simple as that was to hear, that was everything to me. And so that was like my intention walking into this second date was I'm not just going to be like, write him off or just like have the seat with him. It was like, while I was on that date, I was 100% authentically myself. Um, he had mentioned before that he doesn't really drink. And I was like, I'm going to order a drink because I do drink. And like, I just had very, like, I just set my intentions of how I was going to handle it. And during the date, he told me his divorce story, which I won't go into the details publicly, Okay. So after he told me his divorce story, I had to figure out how I was going to tell him that I just like, I wasn't totally feeling it. I wasn't writing him off, but I just didn't feel like we had this like connection that I was looking Mm -hmm. for, um, physically, sexually kind of, kind of all of it just in general, but there was something in me that didn't want to totally turn him away or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I was just very honest with him and then he was, and I told him that, well, mind you, hold on the day that we went, it was like his birthday the next day or something. And I was like, I don't want to tell him this on his birthday. Like feels really mean. Um, or I don't want to no, that's what it was. I didn't want to tell him the next day after he told me his divorce story that I wasn't feeling it. I was like, yeah, that yeah, just yeah. feels cruel. So anyways, he, his response to me was incredible. It was like, it was like, Hey, I really appreciate you being so direct and honest with me. That was more refreshing. And I appreciate it way more than, you know, but I do want to let you know that I think you read me wrong and there's way more to the story. I would love a chance to get to talk to you more. If you're open for it, let's get together on Sunday and, you know, we can kind of go through this Well, the let's get together on Sunday. Isabel was like, literally like this past Sunday, like four days ago. Okay. So Fast forward, I'm out with friends on Thursday. So our date was on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Our, I'm out with friends on Thursday and we happened to be like five minutes from his house. 
And I just randomly texted him and I was like, Hey, have you been to this place before? It's like super cool. And he goes, Oh, you're five minutes away. And he's like, if you want to, you can stop by after you're done. I don't have, he has kids. He's like, I don't have the kids tonight. Um, you know, and we can continue our conversation. And I was like, well, I think we're going to go out to this other bar. And he goes, perfect. If you want company, I would love to meet you there. And I was talking to my friends about it. And they're like, Elise, why would you say no? And I was like, I don't know. I just want to have a night out with my friends. They're like, what's it going to hurt? Like, if anything, mm-hmm. it's, it's more casual and like, just like see how he interacts. Okay. Isabel, that was exactly a week ago today. It was last Thursday. We're recording on a Thursday. He was fucking perfect. He, he just like his, his walls were down. His guard was, he was a different person. He was, he was instantly just like, so comforting and kind and like very much in charge and in control, which I love, you know, how much I love that. And he was so like, my friends loved him, loved him. And so I'm sitting there like completely fucking dumbfounded. And we still haven't had the conversation about what we were supposed to be talking about. Um, and so I was like, let's, and I was just like, come on, come over here. Let's go sit on the couch. Let's talk. I calm, cool and collected friends come over. We talk, the chemistry is great. It is so effortless. It is incredible. Then, then the bar closes at one 30. So yeah. I get into his car and he drives me over to where my car is parked. And we sit there for another like hour and a half. And we talk, we have the total like talk of like what things that I was picking up on that I was incorrect on. He like I was like, you know, I make it sound like you don't really drink. And he's like, he's like, I don't want it to sound like that at all. He goes, I just don't like getting fucked up and like being not in control. And I was like, well, yeah, me neither. Like, yeah, yeah I, I get it. But I, but I took that, I took that and I ran, I was like, he doesn't drink. He's no fun. He's boring in bed. Let's go. You know, that's like my, my fight or flight response. Mm-hmm. Um, then we shared an incredible kiss and went home. And so that was Thursday. And he goes, I would still love for you to come over on Sunday. And I was like, okay. So I did. So, okay. Back to the vegetarian shit or whatever. So then I, then I went over there on Sunday. I walk in the door. He has a vegetarian charcuterie board set out for me and him two glasses of wine. And I was just, I, I was very honest with him. I was like, I'm feeling a little nervous. And he goes, it's okay. Like, you don't have to be nervous here. Just sit down. Like, it's fine. By the way, I got you a gift. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. What? Who the fuck do you think you are? You got me a fucking gift. Who does that? And I was like, <laughs> so awkward. And I just like, I'm sure my face is bright red. And mind you, Isabel, his, <sighs> His place is bright and colorful and decorated exactly how I would do it with photos of his kids everywhere. Your face, dude. I cannot, I cannot, I cannot. Okay. So I know, I know. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, what if I don't like the gift? And he just laughs. He's like, you just open it. It's fine. So I open it and he goes, so I was at like the Lego store with my boys. I think he said like, it's, it's a Lego thing. So maybe the Lego store, I don't know exactly where he got it. 
Um, he goes, I remember you said you really liked Harry Potter. This is an advent calendar, a Harry Potter advent calendar for you to have for Christmas. And I was just, Isabel, he wrapped it and he wrapped it in colorful paper. And I, I was just like, I didn't even like kiss him or hug him. I just like sat there and it was just like so fucking awkward, but also so insanely appreciative. And I was just like, like, who does that? Who just like gets you like a cute little gift like that? Okay. So I got over there at seven. I left at three in the morning. I think, I think it was that late. Maybe it was earlier. I don't know. We had mind blowing, fucking incredible, deep connection and kinky sex. It was all of it, all of it. Even at one point he like, he like, he just stopped and looked at me and he's like, I'm feeling way too vulnerable right now. And I was like, you cannot say that to me, bro. Like we barely just met. So, so I left. Um, I cannot even wrap my mind around it anyway. So I, I go home. This is Sunday night. I go home Monday morning, Isabel, I cannot get out of bed. I can't, I felt such an intense, like it's not even anxiety. It is like an intense, sensational, emotional, gravitational pull towards him that I have never in my fucking life felt. And it is on every single level. It is everything. It is not, it's not just the sex. It was, it was everything. It was the way that he looked at me. He talked to me, how comfortable he made me, the conversations that we were having. He fucking sang to me as I was laying there. I've never felt so relaxed in my entire life. It was so sensual and romantic. And I was, he was just like, perfect. And that is just the beginning because then I like, I'm laying in bed all day Monday and I finally tell him. I was just like, I just need you to know that I'm really scared. And I have been like having crippling anxiety all day. And I was scared to tell him that, but again, I'm approaching this relationship of being totally authentically myself. I want that open communication. He told me he wants direct and honest and I did. And his responses were like incredible. I mean, he, he was just like, so he, he felt it too. He was like riding the waves, like telling me like, it's okay, breathe. He feels it too. I'm safe. I can trust him. It is okay. He knows it's intense. He knows it's fast, et cetera. So I go over again that night, uh, Monday night. And he goes, be at my place at seven o'clock. I made us dinner reservations. And I was like, okay. Um, so we go to dinner and it was amazing. He was like, or, oh, that's what I was gonna say. He fucking ordered meatless Monday. He goes, yeah, I figured I'd try giving meatless Monday a try. I know that you said like, it's important to you. So I'm just going to order vegetarian. We go to order a vegetarian meal and they are out of it. So, oh. so he's like, well, do you want to? And I was like, I don't know if I want like a pizza or the salad. And he goes, let's split a pizza and a salad. And we fucking did. And it was so easy and casual. And we're just splitting food on our like fucking fancy ass beautiful, nice, gorgeous, incredible restaurant. These cocktails had again, an amazing night in bed. Um, 
So ever since then, I have had crippling anxiety. Then I went to a Reiki appointment and did like this energy healing. And she was like, she's like, you, your heart is safe. Like, this is okay. Like your body is in a fight or flight response. And it is learning how to exit this and not have this anymore. And I, she's like, you just really have to like, listen, like this is the right thing. So, um, Anyways, there's so many more details that I don't want to continue to go down because it's just going to give me more like and craziness, but I, I can confidently tell you that I am falling in love with him. If I'm not already in love with him and that he is my twin flame. He is my twin flame without a doubt. There is no doubt in my mind. And he feels the same way. And he's like, pick a night. Friday night or Saturday night. And we're going to go like get a hotel. I'm not going to tell you any details and we're just going to go have some fun. All you need to do is just take care of the dogs. So I was like, okay, I got the dogs booked for Friday night. He's like, cool. I'll pick you up at five 30. We're going to have an incredible overnight somewhere. I don't know where we're going. I have no idea. I mean, I assume it's like down, like Columbus or downtown or something like that. And he goes, I won't tell you any of the plans. All you have to do is pack comfy clothes and I'll have you back to your place by like three on Saturday. I was like, okay, all right. This is what I've been asking for. Isabel, he is everything and more that I have listed that I fucking want. Everything, literally everything. And it is so fucking scary. And actually, I don't even want to say the word scary anymore. It is exciting. I'm not scared. I am like firmly feet planted here we go. Let's fucking go. Let's do this. I have spent years doing work and knowing and fine tuning exactly what I want. And he showed up, he is here. Like I fucking manifested him and he feels the exact same way. And I do not feel scared at all about any of this. I am just ready. And I've spent all of this time and all of this energy giving so much love to friends and helping friends and focusing on them and helping them get their lives together that like all of a sudden, like, I'm just like, okay, my time is done. Now I need to stop and focus on me and, and really build this relationship. And I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be with him until the day I die. Like, I'm so confident in that. And again, I, we messaged each other exactly a month ago. I think we've barely, I think I've only been around him five times. I, I, there's, I don't need, I don't need to know anymore. He's my twin flame. Yeah. Isn't that fucking insane? Isn't that fucking insane? I've never been so certain of anything in my life. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. So he's picking me up tomorrow and, and his, Oh my God. And his Jaguar, (laughs) um, which is a lot of fun. Oh, and he just casually was like, yeah, I'm, I'm trading in my SUV and I'm going to get a truck. Um, so I can pull a camper. Like I love camping. And I'm like, fuck you, dude. Like you stop saying things that I want or that I'm like into, or that I like really like to do, um, or that turn me on, man. God damn it. So he is so unassuming. And then he's just like this incredible, cool dad. Like he just has all of these different sides to him that I'm so excited to get to know more and explore. 
and I'm so head over heels and I physically cannot move my body. Like I am so heavy and it's taking over and I'm here for it. My, my God, we talk about this all the time, this podcast. So yeah, there we go. I'm like so excited for you. I'm so excited. I'm like clutching a pillow right now. Guys. I- Isabel is literally, she has a pillow and she's like suffocating her face, (laughs) pulling it down and then pulling it back up. And then, um, that has literally been my response this entire time with everything that's happened with him. I am just so comfortable. And I feel this intense magnetic pull between our souls. Like our energies are just pulling towards each other. And it's like, I feel it so intensely. And I've known forever that I'm super crazy impatient and normally I wouldn't want this or I'd try to fight it or I'd run. I am like embracing all of the feelings. I am feeling it. I am sitting in it. I am sitting in the uncomfortable and I am fucking ready to go. I've been wanting this and I fucking deserve this. And so does he, we both really deserve this. So yeah, the whole, like when you know, you know, Oh my God. And like, we were, we were just literally talking about this and it's like, literally, we were literally just talking about Yes. But, but it's still, it's unlike anything I have ever felt. And it's unlike anything he's ever felt. He's like, yeah, I know. I feel like I've fallen in love before. I mean, we've never, we haven't said love like, oh my God, are you kidding me? It's still, it's still like, there's no rules right now. In my, in my mind, I'm like, there's no rules. Like, that's how I know it's a twin flame. Like there's like, this is my, this is my guy this is him. And I, I never thought that I would have everything I've ever wanted. And I, and I, I, I'm my, I'm going to have the life that I've really, really wanted and would like start like taking things away and be like, well, maybe I don't really need that. It's like, no, I'm getting it. I'm getting all of it. And then some with him. And I just, I feel like so proud of myself because I've everything that I have done has led me here. Even like, I even broke up with a friend this year that was like taking up too much energy. I've, you know, I've just made all of these little changes and tweaks and really just put like, I'm just so fucking proud of myself. I'm like not taking a second of this for granted. God, man, I've been single for almost fucking eight years. And talk about those walls that are up. That is why my body is physically like in this anxiety state because those walls are slowly coming down. And like, I'm not even trying. He's just like, his just natural fucking aura is doing it. And I just feel like I physically feel my body getting pulled to him. It is unreal. It is unreal. I don't even know what to say right now. I'm feeling so many emotions and I know. Like, I know I'm I'm so so happy happy for you. I'm so happy, dude. Isabel, I like, I'm going to have it all. I'm going to have it all. And I just didn't think that that was a possibility. And you like really, you just like really put it out there. Yeah. Thanks to, and and I'm I'm not like, I had help. I had Tanya. I had Tom reaching out through Dave, Tom's ghost spirit, Tom's spirit reaching out through Dave. And I had my friends at pins, like those, like those things, those things were there. 
it was not a coincidence to help me feel comfortable enough to get to a place to like actually see this person for who he is and not write him off for the stupidest fucking reason that he's like, I don't drink that much. And I'm like, okay, bye. Like, are you yeah. fucking Isn't it funny <laughs> though? Like how our brains just automatically assume whatever we think that statement means and totally don't ask for the context of it. And we don't even, you know, we're just like, what does that mean? And then like, oh, you don't drink. You took, I don't really drink into like, I don't drink. Yes. And like, oh, yeah. And then I was like, he, I was like, he doesn't like being around people who are drinking. He's not fun. He doesn't go out. He's not somebody that I could go to like a speakeasy with or, yeah. you know, and like, that is so far from the truth. That is so far from it. He's like, <laughs> like, he just kind of laughed. And like, I told him, I was like, you can roast me for the rest of my life about this. The fact that I was like, gonna try to like pawn him off and set him up with somebody else because I thought he was such a good guy I was like I feel like you'd be a better fit for so-and-so and then I'm just like fucking laughing at myself now I was like no he is my person and how sweet is this dude he as a thank you for like setting us up he sent my sister-in-law he sent her like a bouquet of flowers and like a thank you note to be like I sincerely appreciate this yeah yeah yeah. And it's like, I've been putting it out there too. I'm like, please set me up, set me up. I deleted my dating apps. I didn't just delete them off my phone. I, I canceled the profile and everything and I couldn't, yeah. oh my God, thank God. <laughs> so yeah, this major shift, I am fucking here for it. I am ready. I'm not sitting in my stupid single net. Like I want every part of this. It's, it's intense. <laughs> and I just keep like laying down because there's nothing <laughs> else that my body is allowing me to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've missed so much work, but I've been, I've been single since you've known me. I know. And you're like, I want this and I want that. And then I remember like, just, it wasn't even that recent. Like you were, you know, going out and looking at like, what are the blockages? and within you and like okay how am I going to do this and then being bringing awareness to those things that were holding you back and then be like okay how can I approach this differently how am I going to do this differently I know this about myself yeah and now this is what I'm going to do okay I'm going to be authentic and something that you brought up about like um which I'm totally guilty of doing of like thinking like this is what this person likes and changing preferences to be like I don't oh yeah 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 like it's fine I don't do that when you like actually do which literally brought me to a specific person I was dating that I was like oh yeah I don't do that I don't party I don't really party and then it was so it was like come on dude totally like blew up my face of course and that's you know it's like just there from the very beginning everything was built on open, honest, vulnerable communication, raw. This is me. Here I am. And he's like, great. And I'm like, really? He's like, yeah. So, um, yeah, dude, I'm going to get whisked away tomorrow night. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I can't wait for the rest of my life, dude. This is, I'm, I'm speechless. Nothing even matters to me right now. I just want to be with him. 
in the best way possible. Not a clingy, like this is, I'm so calm about it. Yeah. I've never been more certain about anything in my life. Oh my God. Okay. Can I bring up like a vulnerable point right now? Yes. And like the things that you're sharing right now are making me feel a certain type of way that you're about... in love with me. Oh, okay. What? <laughs> I just, I just, I was just kidding. I said that you're in love with me. Of course <laughs> I am. You already knew that. You were so mate. Sorry. Okay. Go ahead. Um, that because I'm not in that place with your relationship. Yeah. And now I'm like micro dissecting and everything. And I'm like, fuck, does this mean I have to leave? Oh God. You sound like the old me that you sound like the Elise a week ago. <laughs> um, and really? like, well, cause you were like, Everybody well, when you know, you know, right. Everybody has a different love story though. You know, and so now I'm thinking, I'm okay. I'm not going to break up with my boyfriend because I'm like, Elise said she found the feeling and I don't have the feeling of like, when you know, you know, you know, but of course it makes me kind of try to put things into like the bigger picture of what's the journey because there's definitely things. Okay. I was thinking about like, um, TN, the, you know, and him going through like, well, you're not my person. You're not my person. You're not my person, you know, going next, 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 next. And not really ever learning the things he needed to learn in relationship to be in a relationship with other people and find like his person. And so part of me is like kind of jealous that you have your person and not to say, you know, it's so I'm like, oh my God, what the heck am I doing? Um, and I guess this kind of goes up into like my whole like level up, leveling up portion of like what I've been thinking about lately. Oh yeah, I'd love to hear. Okay, let me, let's, let's like back up a little bit. And maybe this needs to be like a birthday special episode because I'm turning 30 this year. It's the 30s are your best years. Okay, but can I tell you, I'm like not excited. I can tell. For my birthday. See it, your, see it in your face. Like, I don't know. For so, Like I thought that I would be in a different place mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, everything on like, my, like the, the year I turned 30. And I mean, my room is kind of like a huge like indicator of like my internal state, but I also just came back from Philadelphia. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm like unpacking from traveling is like the worst. (laughs) Oh God. You don't have to tell me my Halloween decoration just like explodes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And I don't know what I, I think like when I first, first starting out on my journey with um, especially like with when you came along and I like manifest, you know, I was like visualizing like what the future would look like, you know, and I was imagining like, I don't know, being super successful, I guess, like running a successful business and things like that. And I'm not at that place. Actually, if anything, I feel like parts of me feel like I haven't recovered from what happened like three years ago 
like some parts of it, I, it'll, I'll be okay. And then I notice the way I react or the way I interact with people or react is still, I think, subconsciously affecting everything that I do. Like in what way? Um, well, I realized I have no female friends. I thought well, I don't mean I don't mean none, but I mean like major like my friend, one of my friends is helping me invite uh people for my birthday party. Uh, my boyfriend and her are going to be planning it together. I have no hand in it. They just said make sure you have a dinner outfit and a party outfit. And I was like, I don't know what that means, but okay. And then I showed her my options. She's like, no, none of those. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Um, so she just told me to give her a list of people I wanted to invite. And she's like, do you want to invite any other female friends? And I looked at the list and I was like, oh, these are like all like guy friends. <laughs> and I had to like really think about it. And I was just like, I think in general, I just don't trust women because of what happened and you telling women and them not like having my back. having your back is that where you think it's coming from or did something else happen previous to that's that? what I think that you had a bunch of girlfriends before I know I don't have any now nobody that I would like keep okay I also am horrible at keeping in touch with people but there's not a lot of people where I'm like I'm not like where I talk to you almost daily yeah or at least like you know text you or whatever there's right right very 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 small circle (laughs) very small count on like one hand (laughs) yeah you also moved to LA is also a pandemic you know it's like you got to give yourself a little bit of grace there so like when you did leave San Diego you moved to a new city and when you left San Diego that was when the trauma happened you know so it's like for you it has been subconscious and I understand it but like you also really haven't been in a position where there's been a bunch of girls around that you've like gotten to know yeah you haven't been been in that like what am I trying to say like that physical area for you to actually develop those relationships either right that's true I just feel like, but then also I don't have the energy to like want to do that. And then the more that I'm like looking around in my room right now and like the state that it's in, I'm getting like a little bit angry (laughs) because I'm just like, this is not what I want. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, so there's, I feel like it's like a lot of like assets, facets to what I wanted to share with you. Yeah. Um, I guess there were a couple of things where, so sorry for jumping around. Oh God, no, you're fine. Okay. So I went and met with our old boss. I am. When you sent me a picture of you and Cheryl together, I almost cried. It was just like, she feels like such a warm, but like heart, like a warm hard ass type of like Uh. vibe that you need in your life. Like, like the, like the aunt that like, you're kind of scared of, but like (laughs) wants the best for you and loves you so unconditionally, but don't fucking disappoint her type person. And I love everything about her. I think like, you know, when I ran into her in LA, 
with everybody, I was so apprehensive because I hadn't talked to her in three years. Yeah. I think it just like shows like how like perverted my mental state had gotten because I literally thought like everyone was against me. Yeah. You know, even the people I held close, you know, uh, or like I felt like closer with that, you know, because I left whatever disaster or bombs were happening in the storm after I left, you know, and then also thinking now that I say it out loud, it sounds so like egocentric, but, um, you know, and because I, I dropped bombs on her, you know, who knew what happened with that exchange, if it ever happened. And, you know, um, sometimes I would, I told, I, I even told her, that I was like worried because sometimes when people left her, mm-hmm. she would basically like excommunicado them. Would shun them. It was yeah. like a cult. Yeah. And so that's what I felt like, oh, because I left, like maybe that had happened to me too. Yeah. You just assumed that that was the stance that you were in. Yeah. And we chatted about it and all of these things and what happened afterward and you know life is like good for her like her oldest is going to college right now she's driving and like I'm real I almost and we chatted like as if like nothing happened you know like no time had passed and I told her like I feel almost really stupid to have let three years go by without talking to her that makes me really happy to hear or even like going to see her as often as I was going down to San Diego just to even get my hair done mm-hmm. you know and not even I mean of course I thought about her but I was just like I don't even know if I'm welcome there oh did you talk to her about like your reservations of turning 30 and not being in the place that you thought you were going to be I didn't tell her that or maybe I did but I think I was in a better mental state when I saw her because like so happy (laughs) to see her yeah and like I told because she's she of course was like are you happy you know are you doing the things that you want to do and then for me I'm like I think you know I am constantly having this question of like where am I going what am I doing you know and like well maybe I should try this or maybe I should try that and I talked to this one person recently who just like has done a bunch of random shit in his life yeah very nomadic and he's like oh yeah I went to culinary school for a little bit oh I worked here oh I moved to New York oh I moved to to Florida I moved to Seattle I went here and did this and tried this for a little bit and now I'm doing this and I was like what you know and I'm like so not me but seeing that he was just like yeah I just thought about it and I tried it and I liked it and then I was like fuck like I need to do that I mean I don't know what I would try but you know and then um and then thinking about with like my current place I think when I first started I was like yeah, this is, this is to the end, you know, end goal, take over, whatever, bullshit. <laughs> but now I'm just trying to approach it as I'm picking up little like nuggets of wisdom and putting it to my bag for to save for later when it like clicks for me. 
Yeah. And I think it's so nice too, that you're aware of that. Like just the fact that like you have this awareness, like, I think that that's already showing that even though you're saying you're not where you want to, just everything, like you're already, you are there because you're recognizing it and you're seeing it and you know that it's not where it's supposed to be. Like, I, I don't know how to actually articulate what I'm trying to say, but that's how it feels. It's like, you're, you're on the right path by even like noticing those things, you know? Yeah. Oh, so actually one thing that I wanted to share, Cheryl's like, I'm, I'm excited to see, like looking forward to seeing you great to, you know, all this stuff. And I was like, but is she really like, you know, I was like, okay. And then part of me before I got there, I was like, honestly, like, why would she invite me to go see her if she didn't want me to go see her? And like, why is that your first reaction? Because that's like what I think I'm used to. Okay. Because remember, okay. Remember we live in San Diego when you live in San Diego, you're like the whole thing that bothers the shit out of you was like the duplicity of everyone being like, not not saying what they mean or they say one thing and it's actually like, really, I don't want to see you. Like, oh, let's make plans, but then never make plans. Or like, yeah, oh my God, I can't wait to talk to you. Like, they actually don't want to talk to you or they like talk shit about you behind your back. I kind of forgot about that. Yeah, that was a huge thing. That's really made me miss the Midwest. Yeah, and so I was, and that was like, brought me back into that like toxic space. And then I had to be like, no, because like, your time is so valuable. Like why spend it with people you don't want to spend it with? It's like such a waste of time right. or like pretending that you like this person when you don't. And, and then afterward, I wrote this note to myself, to my roommate. And I was like, cause I was telling her I was really apprehensive about it. Then later she's like, I hope this like helps you realize a lot of things about you and the things that you've been insecure about and like really like helps you see your potential. And then, you know, for me, like the realization was like, like the people who will, who love me for me will be there and will continue to be there. And then I was like, and I am good enough as I am. And I don't need to be anybody else to invite that in to my life. I'm like getting teary, but I'm getting teary too. That's what I mean, dude. You like, you, you've done this work. It's like, you just need to be reminded about like, you know, like you've got, you know, it, you've got it. You are like, you're fucking whole as it is. Yeah. And like, I don't need to pretend to be this like other person. Like I'm totally able to be like, and I have to like, start doing that more and incorporating it more of like this is how I am like this is what works for me and this doesn't work for me and that's okay and like that's something that I know you're so good about so I feel like I'm, I'm like trailing behind you <laughs> I think we've always made that joke that <laughs> I'm you in the past it's 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 kind of one of my favorite things. You are, and then you aren't. Like, you know, you've you've grown way more than I I did. I was at a standstill for a while, but it is. It's it's like I can hear everything that you're saying. I was like, oh yeah, I remember that. I remember that. I remember feeling this way, etc. But it doesn't like it's not the same. Like your experiences yeah. are so different. But all of that uncertainty, like, and you know, you brought up like your relationship too. It's like it's all 
it's all connected. And if you feel lost and stuff, like I think my biggest piece of advice is do not focus on your age because my God, it is, it it is hard as fuck not to do that. And you're like 30, like whatever, like I should be here. I should be here. God, I think that every day I still do. And I thought it when I was in my twenties and I thought it when I was, I thought it when I was like, I totally think about that. And I'm like, what a waste of my twenties. Yeah. Being like, I should be here. I need to be doing this. I need to do that. And then like, not really feeling like people like enjoy it, have fun. It's okay. It's what you're doing is fine. Don't stress. Okay. I am already like high anxiety, but like, (laughs) but yeah, just like be present in the now and focus on what you can. And then you always are going to want what somebody else has. But if you focus on that, if you focus on it, you're never going to be fulfilled and happy. You have always, I'm going to go back to the relationship thing real quick for you. Mm. You've always been very open and honest about your not able to be headfirst into the deep end in this relationship that you're in right now. You've always been, you've been, you're in it with him, but you're like, no, 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 we can't live together yet. Or until you get this job. And then like, of course he moved or whatever. So you've always been in this kind of state of like, not totally secure in that, Mm -hmm. which is fine. And that's okay. And that's like your journey through that relationship. But I think because of that, you're also noticing it everywhere else too. You're seeing it in your, your friendships or you're not where you want to be, you know, when you're 30 and stuff too. So I just, I think like, you just have to literally like take a total step back and totally reflect and have you know, maybe do a little bit of a Dharma type of a thing and like reconnect with yourself and use this time as a really positive time. Be like, okay, I'm a little bit lost. I don't feel aligned in all of these areas of my life. How can I work towards getting that alignment so I can feel my happiness back? And like you yeah. said, with a messy room, et cetera, like I know that because of Calvin. <laughs> yeah, 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 same. Yeah, and it's, you know, just trying to focus on one thing at a time because you're, you have all of these little things that are here, 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 and here. And it's a, it's a huge blessing that your boyfriend moved away, honestly, because I feel like now you're, you're not having that distraction as much. And now you're noticing it in these other areas of your life, throw the, the, the year 30 out, who cares what, what year this is. But it's like, it's a really good time for you to reset and realign who you are and your intentions. And I think that that's like, it shouldn't be a bad thing and don't be hard on yourself. My God, like the fact that you're even talking about it and you're open and you're vulnerable about it. That is huge, dude. So many people don't talk about this shit. They don't. Mm Again, that's why we're doing this podcast. It's like the deep shit, you know, and like holding space for each other and happy shit and sad shit. But like you, you've got this, man. Like you can do it. You've done it before and you already have all of the tools to help you. Right. And then I think like if I don't try something, I feel like I need like an outlet to do something. I just try it, which is why I brought up like, what if I tried like coaching at some point or just trying to 
tweak one thing or help somebody with something else I don't know what that would be but you know something that's like not about myself (laughs) yeah putting that all towards that effort towards something else but I want to I want you to talk a little bit more if you're open about (laughs) you being vulnerable with your relationship because I think that that's the one thing I wanted to say to you is clearly I'm not a relationship expert, but I've been focused on this for such a long time. And Mm -hmm. one of the things that I've always had to tell myself is like, not every relationship is meant to last. And I love that quote because it just like gave me the permission of, Hey, if this doesn't work out, it's okay. It doesn't have to like, you mm-hmm. learn something from every relationship. You take something from every relationship. You learn and you grow from it. And if you can look at it in a positive light, like, yes, it hurts, but like you also put yourself out there to be in a relationship, which clearly I was unable to do for eight years, you mm-hmm. know, but like you, you learn something and you're able to take it with you. And it's okay if it doesn't work out. Like there's all this expectation of you get together, you, you know, you go down the list and you get move in and you get engaged and all this stuff. It's like, but if it never turns into that, who fucking cares, dude, it's your life. Who cares? So I think like, before you you say any, you know, tell me more about it. I just think that like, you almost have to give yourself permission of like, that's okay. It is okay. If it doesn't, if it doesn't work out, or if you, you know, feel like you need to back away, or if it is amazing, who cares? You're still going to learn something from it. And you're going to learn a lot about yourself. And that's like, that's growth, man. And I, I just, I applaud you for even like bringing it up. It is hard when somebody is like really happy and that makes you like a little bit sad. It's hard to say too. It's hard to admit and it's hard to say. So I just want to say, I'm proud of you. And I love you. <laughs> I think it's cause like, I was like, Shh, you know, um, I was- I know I would like to do a card, but I don't have any in here with me. I got to go grab one. Okay, go get them. I think we're ending on a good note. Oh my God. I want to do a tarot. Okay. So should we do one for you and for me? Because we're both in different spaces. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. I'm going to focus on you first because I'm much better at doing that than myself. Okay. I think I'm going to give myself a tarot reading tonight. I feel, I'm feeling very witchy woo-woo. Let's do it. Okay. So what kind of clarity are you looking for? What question do you want to? Hmm. Okay. Before we do that, while you're saying that every time I've done another reading with my friend Balfour, he's always, the thing that always comes up for him is that I need to make a decision that's and, true. You're bad. I'm always like, make a decision about fucking what? Uh, you need to make a decision about what to make a decision about. Like if I knew what to make a decision about. And then I, I think after I've like come back from the last like crazy few week, the week that I've had of feeling like, okay, I do realize I need to like make changes in my life and just like move the needle to be just a little bit happier and like I don't want to do those things or you know um I'm not gonna put my energy towards that and I guess a lot of it is focused around work right now because I have been working so much and the burnout is real 
Yeah, I mean, my gosh, dude, you have been, weren't you doing like 80 hours or mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. and working on the weekends? I just feel like, yeah, you do need some new time. You need some time to reflect and see what, what you need. Like it's not sustainable. I can't do it anymore. I can't, I can't keep going like this. I just wanted to be like, no more clients. Yeah. Or, you know, or like I need a deal or whatever. Like I just can't. You need a pause. Yeah. To even like think about like what I would want to do because I'm just juggling so much. But anyway, if I could get some notion as to like, where is my career going? Am I going to start my own thing yet? Is that happening this year, next year? Um, what is what's on the horizon, I guess? You're trying to figure out, well, Isabel, look at your card. Great. <laughs> Everybody, listeners, I'm not sure if this gives you a decision that you were looking for, but she got the death card. And the death card is so powerful. It is upright. Do you want to tell me your interpretation of the death card? A chapter is closing. Something new is coming. Okay, let me pull up. Endings, change, transformation, and a transition. So Mm -hmm. it is saying... About the death card, it's the most misunderstood card in the tarot deck. Um, If you say death, people freak out, but it's actually one of the most positive ones in a really good way. So it's saying after a period of pause and reflection, the death card symbolizes that the end of a major phase or aspect of your life that you realize is no longer serving you is now opening up the possibility of something far more valuable and essential. So I feel like for you, you're talking about you need to purge stuff, you need to move forward, you need to figure out your X, Y, Z, all of these things. It's coming, like you have it, you are there, you have done the work, like, you know, I- I, I'm 30. I pulled this card and I was like, you've got to be kidding me, dude. I feel like death is the perfect card for you. It's saying it's going to be hard for you to let go of the past, which of course we were just talking about that. You still feel like you have residual effects of that, you know, thing that happened to you three years ago. And you're feeling like Cheryl would not want to come see you or, you know, want to be around you. And you're shedding that skin. You're shedding that light. Um, but it shows like a time of significant change and transition or wanting it and that you need to transition yourself away from your old to bring yourself into the new. And I think that is such a perfect card for you turning 30. And I don't, I don't see it as anything with your relationship. Your relationship is good. I think it's all of your personal stuff that you just have to close that door and move forward. Um, what what do you think about it (laughs) I like the card for you I'm really honestly it gives me hope oh after like talking with you today I always feel really good after I talk I do too I do too like centered grounded like 
like I got this you know um yeah and all the answers that I have that I ever will ever want is within me you know whatever click cliche bullshit (laughs) not bullshit you do have all the answers you just need to be reminded of it sometimes it's gonna be okay it's gonna be okay that I don't have all the answers you know I just need to do the start taking small steps of like you know just try this um just one little increment where I feel better about myself and feeling more confident you know more secure in who I am and you know, and having that faith, you know, I think too often I forget about that of like Mm -hmm. trusting the universe and whatever the higher powers that be, um, that I got this and, um, it'll happen when it's supposed to happen the way it's supposed to happen, you know, for me. Um, and I just needed a reminder that it's going to be okay. It is going to be okay. And like, I think you're, you're spot on, dude. Like you really do have all of the tools, like look, look back into that. If you still have like the discover your Dharma book and just kind of like journal your own way through it, because that was a long time ago. That was, you know, twenties working at our previous firm, Isabel. And now, oh yeah. Yeah. And then like, now just like, look at it and what's changed or there you go. That's My first cool. journal. And then, you know, see if what has changed, where you align still and where you still need to work on. And I think that like turning 30 is going to be a really positive thing for you. If anything, use it as like a really good focal, like really good tools to bring yourself into that. I mean, I, I have to do it every time I feel like something is overwhelming. I have to turn it around but a more positive note I was like okay Elise you know what you're doing here xyz let's get it but I love that card for you and I'm glad that it made you feel better yeah <laughs> um because I do think that like I don't know this is this is my this is my therapy too we do these I love it love it okay so I'm not pulling an intention for mine Okay. Then we clearly know what I'm sure it's going to be about. Um, the only <laughs> thing that's been dominating my life <laughs> and, and out of the bedroom. Ew. Oh my God. Lovers? Oh my God. Lovers? No, it's not the lovers. This is going to make me cry. Let it's, me see. It's the tower. Um, all I know about the tower is it is a sudden change, revelation. It's an awakening card. It's very much like, your whole world just got flipped upside down. The life that you were living completely stopped and you, you're like, you're falling and you're out of control. And (laughs) I'm, I'm physically out of control of my body. And that is literally, that is literally how I've been feeling this like gnarly anxiety falling. Okay. Let me pull it up for the tower. Oh, I'm already in the major cards. Okay. Okay. Expect the unexpected, massive change, upheaval. It's saying it may be negative as far as like a divorce, death of a loved one, etc. But it is something that shakes you to your core, affecting your spirituality, your mental and physical self. There is no escaping it. 
change is here to shake, to shake things up, create chaos and destroy everything in its path. But trust me, it is for your highest good. That is me, like without a doubt, shedding all of my awful walls. Holy shit. Oh my God. That's making me, I, I can't even read the rest of this out loud. Oh. So it says with the card, like the tower, you have no choice, but to sit back and surrender, which is literally what's happening. Change on this deep level is hard, but you need to trust that life is happening for you, not to you. Oh my God. After a tower experience, you will go stronger, wiser. Okay. Well, yeah, I'm not going to keep, uh, keep reading it because I know for a fact that this is the perfect card that I needed to see. This is this, this card is, is where I'm at. It is exactly what's happening. It's not telling me what's going to happen in the future. It's not telling me what's happening in the past. This is literally telling me where I personally am at the moment, which is freaking the fuck out. And my entire world just got flipped upside down. It did. I mean, I, it, I went back and I listened to some of our old podcasts and I'm just like, holy shit, man, my life is so different now and it's about to be even better. So, wow. I can't believe I just got the tower. That, that was perfect. Yeah. When you said the lovers, I was like, it's not, I I feel like that would be too like on the nose too in your face where it's like at the moment right now, it, that is where I'm at. I'm not like, Mm. that is my, that is my truth at the moment, which is wild. I do love these, these podcasts with you. They are so fun. They're such good girl time. (sighs) Well, I hope you feel better. I do. I always feel way better. And I always feel like my fears and stuff are like, so, you know, small after I chat with you. So it's it's fun doing life with you it's fun doing life with you too i will see you next time see you next time love you bye bye oh my god that was like such a good podcast okay i'm also just like so happy that you brought up like how you were feeling vulnerable after i told you how sad or how happy i was too i think that that's like that's so powerful dude to be honest. Yeah. Cause like, I it literally just got me started to question and I was like, shoot, am I in the right relationship then? Because everyone always says like, when you know, you know, and then I was like, but I don't know. And so does that mean I'm not in the right one right now? You know, and like all you of could be in the right one, but you won't notice it until you're both on the same alignment path. And you guys yeah. haven't been this whole time. And also who cares? People who say, you know, when you know, that's just way too fucking big. (laughs) It is. People have to work at relationships all the time. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. That just seems like a cheesy romance novel to me. Very Disney. Yeah. But also I, when I knew, I knew. (laughs) So I don't know. (laughs) I know. Yeah. Uh, But I just, I, cause I still think about it when I remember I wrote a note to myself and like him being like I just I just totally remember to this day of the moment of like finally like surrendering 
and just being like, okay, I'm going to let this happen. I'm going to let this relationship happen. And, you know, if it, if it doesn't work out, it's fine. But at least I know in this moment, I'm happy. That's a great pot spot to be in or a position to be in. Yeah. I'm so excited for you. I'm invited to the wedding, right? (laughs) Oh my God. I don't even know if I want to get, have a wedding, which is hilarious that I just said that out loud because of course I deserve a fucking wedding. Of course I, I do. A fucking party. A fucking I, that's all I really want is just a big reception. party. I'll probably do a very small, intimate wedding, very small, like just family, maybe like yeah. in the Bahamas or something. And then do a big fucking rager live band for sure. Open bar activities there'll be like games playing like there'll be shit going on there'll be something for everybody I would be surprised if you didn't have games and shit for everybody like I'd be like is this Lise getting married or what he also loves games <laughs> like like love loves them like as much as I do and he's like are we about to be that annoying couple that hosts game nights I was like I'm already oh, that yeah. person I'm already that person, bro. And like, you're just, you have no choice in the matter. Like <laughs> and you're going to be on my team clearly. And I never lose. So like, welcome aboard. <laughs> and I never lose. I never lose. Um, okay. I'm going to stop this recording okay. and I'm going to tell you about the sex.